welcome to the Why You So Mad podcast, a podcast where we talk about what is making us so mad and what is making everybody else so mad. I'm your host, and next to me is my other host, Gio. Thanks, everybody. Uh, it's going to be a special episode today. We're going to concentrate on our favorite country in the world, America. Boy, we, there's a lot of stuff making me mad about that nation right now, and we'll uh, get down to it. Uh, but first, you know, first things foremost, uh, what's been going on in our lives, Jack? Take it away. What's uh, been going on in the week of uh, life of Jack? Hmm, nothing much on my end. A lot of BS on news, that's for sure. One of the BS things is uh, one of the states doing some anti-trans law, I forget. I'll have to look it up later, but I know that's something that's happening right now where for whatever reason, the gays are getting hit the hate again. The gays are getting the hate again. Yeah, All it's gone right. full circle. We're back to hating on the gays. They're calling them groomers. Oh my uh, goodness. They're trying to incept kids into the gay world. <sighs> yes, so we're back to that. Is there any proof that they are actually trying to groom kids? I mean, they'll tell you there is. I'm sure they have like one or two anecdotes of it actually happening. Because, you know, I mean, fucking people are assholes. You're going to run into one or two. What uh, they, they always had that saying is like, uh, you shouldn't suppress who you are. But then when you're a kid, you know, I believe you're, you're kind of confused. You're still confused about your sexuality. Maybe... You don't even know what sexuality is. And you got, you got guys coming up to you and said, don't suppress who you really are. Wait, whose side are you on? Uh, I'm on nobody's side, but I, I do hear that kind of stuff uh, being paraded around. So oh, there, there, must have, there must be some, some um, base to their claims of being groomers and stuff. Uh, like I said, it's, it's probably one guy from 30 years ago that they're just going to use over and over and over. So yeah, that's where we're at in America mm. right now. A bunch of, we're regressing back to the to 2000s. What about Australia? I imagine nothing is happening over there except nope. spiders, kangaroos. No, nope. nope, nothing, nothing. It's uh, peaceful over here. No civil unrest, no bashing on the gays, no gun violence. I tell you, it's pretty uneventful. Probably the best most eventful thing that happened to me all week was that I went to the dentist today and got my regular cleanup checkup. Simply riveting. Yeah. So let's move over to what has been making me mad this week. So I've watched Miss Marvel and I thought it was fine. Now, what makes me mad are the people complaining about Miss Marvel. Let me let me elaborate. So Apparently, Miss Marvel is being review bombed. So if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, like when it first uh, aired, it was just getting a lot of, this is trash, shitty show, ugh, not for me. Oh, woke Disney, did it again. That's those sorts of, those sorts of reviews. And it, uh, like we talked about last week with uh, the wokeness of Disney and things like that, overblown. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. The worst ones was a reviewer that said like, they're trying to shove Muslims in our face. Wait, it's Muslims? Uh, yeah, Miss Marvel is a Muslim. So um, I guess let me do a quick rundown of Miss Marvel from what I saw. Okay, I think you better <laughs> you better do a rundown before you start because I haven't even watched Miss Marvel, Jack. I thought it was about 
uh, the Hindu culture. Oh, okay. Shows what you know. I guess you just assume every brown person is either Mexican or Hindu. What's you're you're putting words in my mouth, man? What the? Then what kind of bias is that? I don't automatically assume Pedro, your next door neighbor, is a is a Hindu. Okay, and he does he worships Ganesha or whatnot. I just thought it was like really col- colorful with their themes and stuff on the poster. I thought it was a thought it was Hindus. Oh, sure, you know sure. I'm not gonna go down that road. All right, take it away, Jack. Okay, sure. So episode one of Miss Marvel was primarily a Spider-Man-esque origin story, I th- is how I like to put it. Because it's very teenage-centric, just like the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. A lot of the problems or the, the plot elements in that episode revolved around her trying to go to, uh, what do you call those? Conventions. Expos, yeah. She wanted to go to the, an Avengers Expo. And, you know, hijinks ensue where her mom wants her to do one thing and she wants to do this other thing. It's very cliche stuff. So nothing ordinary with regards to storytelling. The only difference, I guess, from Miss Marvel to other shows is that she happens to be Muslim and they do have Muslim elements in the show. So there you go. I mean, that's pretty much a rundown where there's really nothing to it. But for whatever reason, everybody's hating on the show. Now, my own review, this show is generic and kind of boring as of episode one. Hmm. Judging by uh, what you have told me, you know, my reasons for watching the show is like the off-putting uh, <laughs> advertising that they did. To me, I, I don't really relate to teen- teenage stories about how this teenager wants to achieve this teenager's dream of blah, blah, blah. The advertising just screams in my face so um you know when i get hit by something like that i kind of tend to step away yeah but um yeah it's not your typical marvel hero uh for those who don't know who miss marvel is it's kamala khan um i'm guessing she was created as to diversify uh marvel's rosters at at the time do you know anything about kamala khan jack from osmosis on the internet she's Mm. a fairly character that seems pretty popular that's all i know i don't really keep up with the comics anymore yeah well she she, if you know miles morales the um half black half mexican spider-man she was uh part of that um diversity initiative uh which has uh, seen a lot of um minority characters playing superheroes or taking up the mantle of superheroes this series i believe is a elaboration of that character on the big screen you're not wrong is one of those what's it called diversity uh creations but that's not that's okay i mean she's like one muslim hero out of how many white default american heroes but what what I'm afraid of are is Marvel giving justice to these uh, diversity characters or these minority characters? Let's take yeah. a look. So let's go with one of the first ones that uh, was on the big screen, mm. which was I'm blanking right now. Is it is Shang Chi the first one or is there somebody else? A minority character on the big screen, Black Panther. You know, did they do Black Panther justice? I don't know much about Black Panther, but. 
feel like they did. I think that no, Black Panther they did do the character justice because we're we are not Americanizing that that whole uh, uh, we're not bringing Black Panther into America, but we're actually going to Africa. We're going to Wakanda and seeing how their culture really is. Yeah, it's- with regard to that, then as a diversity character, I would say you we both agree they did justice. Yes, they did justice. Okay, let's let's skip let's move over to the next one then. Okay. The next diversity character shoved down our throats. Who was that? Shang-Chi? Mm. Let's go with Shang-Chi. Okay. Did they do justice in that movie? Again, it's one of the things where it didn't seem like he was shoehorned in. No, it seemed he like was he- not. He was not shoehorned in at all. I believe uh, they did give the character justice. There were there were cultural um I would say cultural elements from China that they they did bring into the movie, you know, that has uh, an accurate representation. I guess is it? Yeah. How how so? Fucking dragons and shit, man! I don't know. That's it. That, that's, that's <laughs> no, what I mean, like, yeah, have you seen those wuxia movies? Those martial arts yeah. wuxia movies. Grew up on those. Yeah, you and I grew up on those. I wa- I used to watch my dad watch those all the time. And I still watch those new ones that come out all the time with my wife. And the way they did Shang-Chi is that it really mimics the elements of those wuxia dramas. What Shang-Chi did is that they, they had a bigger budget so they could expand more on those wuxia elements. Okay, so for Shang-Chi, you think they did justice to Asian people? Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, let me see what my. Is. Let me I think, think it was that. an accurate representation of the Asian of the of Asian people. I mean, you got Shang Chi, which was he's an ABC basically. He's not really an ABC, but then he every ABC is can relate to his character, right? And then you got the really OG Tony Leung, which is really um, strict, really cultural. Yeah, he has this vision for what his son needs to do. His son did not fit into his vision. He's automatically a failure. Yeah, you see that part when um, Tony Leung went out of the house and then the the wife got killed, right? And then Shang-Chi was like, you know, what did you do when mom was killed? Well, the typical Asian parent that he is, he turned it around on him and said, look at you, you are powerless (laughs) to defend your mom. You're so weak. Okay, so spoilers for Shang-Chi. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, right? Uh, Uh, There's there's a lot of good representation of the Asian culture in that movie, I think. It looks like Marvel's Black Panther did it justice. Shang-Chi, I guess they did justice. Mm -hmm. You're defending it pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to the next one. Okay. Okay. About Miles Morales in the Spider-Man animated movie. Uh, Miles Morales. The uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard to say about that one because technically Miles Morales is not really Mexican or black. He's more of an American. No, no, no. I mean, in America, there's a lot of interracial marriages, so he has he counts, he counts because okay. he's both he's both minorities. That movie, I'm going to say they did justice to that because his mom was really good in that movie. And mm. the way they displayed New York was on point. 
But then again, I guess it's easy because it's America for them. What do you mean? His mom was really good. Were you checking out the mom, Jack? <laughs> no, the mom was like, what? What she was like, she spoke only to him in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they they threw that element in there. And he didn't feel shoehorned in. They didn't okay. it wasn't it was an entire movie about racism. Well, I think Miles Morales is a good representation of being uh, of what a minority uh, Spider-Man would be like. Uh, there's a lot of Latino uh, culture, music, hip-hop. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not really sure about that. Uh, I'm not kind of sure of those types of music, but uh, I can tell the, genuine, the genuineness from that character. The love, the love Rep- for that character. Which is an interesting fa- uh, point of view because um, because Miles Morales is representing the minority, the Mexican and uh, Latino, uh, sorry, Mexican and black people, uh, he's got other family members who take up alter egos as well, like uh, his uncle, Aaron Davis. For those of you who don't know who Aaron Davis is, is the Prowler. Prowler is a career criminal. So there's a lot of representations as well. Like This is a black person. That uh, that takes out the mantle of a villain, goes around hurting people and stealing things. So you, there, I believe you can still tastefully do representations, which either negative or positive for the minorities. And I I would say Miles Morales is a good good representation, and they did him justice. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, I think they did pretty good in that movie. And uh, like I said, they, I didn't. It didn't feel shoehorned in, mm. which now that we both agree that they did pretty well on him and yeah. pretty much everybody else we talked. About. Let's move yeah. on to the main one, Miss Marvel. Yes. What do you think? It's hard because I haven't seen it myself, and I don't think I'm going to see it because uh, the the promotional posters just put me off, and I don't think uh, a bunch of colors. Like that represents the Muslim culture. The Muslim culture. For me, I didn't watch it because ooh, it's a Muslim character. I just watched it because okay, I was gonna I give every show a chance. Was this one any good? No, this show's not meant for me. This show is definitely meant for the kids because it's dealing with problems that only they give a shit about. Ooh, like, what? Mom won't let me go to thing that I really want to go to. You know that that bullshit storyline. Fucking, who's Mitch gonna take to the prom, man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of that. It's gonna be a lot of that. So, I'm probably not gonna watch any more after this. I mean, for me, it's a it's a dud. But for kids her age, I would say it's a good show. It's probably enjoyable. It's fast paced. It's uh, got good artistic uh, creativity. They do a lot with the the color graphic. palette. Yeah, not just the color palette. The it's a um, you know, do you remember Spider-Man Homecoming how it ended? Mm-hmm. Where there's all this like drawings and like thought bubbles, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of that throughout the show. See, I uh actually sense a lot of contradiction in your uh statements, Jack, because you watch Spider-Man Homecoming, right? You watch the Spider-Man trilogy, actually. I we both did, and you know, that's about teenage shit. As well, but it was pretty interesting. While Miss Marvel was not, so and the only difference was that she's Muslim. 
No, no, no. Sometimes, <laughs> don't be dumb. It's storytelling. Storytelling does matter. For Spider-Man, yeah. he, he did, they did the cliche thing of like, oh, the date, oh no. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I guess it was funnier. I mean, comedic beats, you know, have to hit. And for Miss Marvel, the comedic beats did not hit with me at all. Spider-Man did it good because um, they knew that their audience was not going to be interested in some teen drama stuff. Or, so they actually tied in a twist to that teen drama. And we, later found, yeah, we later found out that the, the, the romantic interest that he, was, that he had, it was actually the antagonist's daughter. Spoilers for Spider-Man. Oh, shit. Whoever hasn't watched it, who cares? But uh, it's been out for a while. If you haven't watched it, too bad. So sad. Uh, spoilers all the time, all around. Mm-hmm. Gotta mention that time at the at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody, but that's life. Uh, I and back to going going back to Miss Marvel's uh, representation of the Muslim culture. What what do you think, Jack? <laughs> the does it accurately rep- represent? Uh, Muslims? Uh, as far as I can tell, sure. I don't know, but it wasn't in my face, if that makes any sense. Did, did you see any mosques or anything like that? <sighs> I'm trying to remember the episode. Like It was so bland for me. I, I There's a lot I forgot. I mean, maybe it could be, but a lot mm-hmm. of it felt like any immigrant family like the way they did the culture stuff for me you could you could mix that in with any any culture and it would feel the same because hmm. it's like a very tiger mom if that makes it if you know what those are yes a mom that's hovering over the kids telling them what to do all the time they always hmm. have the overbearing parents i i cannot say if it was accurate but i can say if it's a lot of familiar beats I've seen before. It's dumb that people are hating on the show for no for that reason, though. Yeah, no, no. hating on anything because of cultural differences is is a dumb re- reason. Period. Because I was looking at the news before um, our podcast. Argos was Angry Joe. You know who Angry Joe is? Not really, except that he's angry. Uh, Joe Vargas of the Angry Joe Show on YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, he reviewed Miss Marvel too, and apparently, his YouTube video got review bombed. Well, because, it, yeah, because of the reasons. Well, I mean, the way he, this is coming from this is his own words. His episode, uh, his review episode of Miss Marvel got bombed mm-hmm. by a people. Yeah, but. A lot of them probably haven't seen the show yet because it's only been one episode out. His review was episode one and two. Yeah. So one of the questions is, why do you think they're review bombing us? (laughs) They review bomb Miss Marvel just because it has a Muslim character. I mean, she's like one out of how many default American characters again? I mean, I brought this up earlier. She's literally just one of like 12 or some shit like that. That's right. That's right. She's um look, there's it's a big galaxy. I'm pretty sure one race and one ethnicity is allowed one superhero. Come on, guys. Yeah, relax. 
look at fucking uh look at Martian Manhunter. Nobody nobody's uh, upset that he's not from Earth. I don't know if you I don't know if that's a fair assessment to compare. Yeah, what what I'm saying, he's a freaking illegal alien, Jack. They made a superhero out of an illegal alien who's staying illegally on Earth. Hey man, Superman's got his back, so it's cool. Doesn't fucking matter. He's an illegal alien. He he basically he can forge it's in it's in his DNA to forge his identity. Nothing no, about him is genuine. Friend, friend. The, be, because this is friend, it's okay. Well, there's, there's exclusion. Well, if Superman is your friend, the world has to give you a pass. Superman is another illegal alien. <laughs> he, he basically infiltrated Earth without proper documentation. He has the documentation. The Kents gave him the documentation. Yeah, but he came to Earth without proper documentation. Okay, let, let's Nobody... save this discussion for another episode. But yes, 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 we'll talk about illegal immigration and Superman later. Yes. All right. Ooh. So I guess we. Uh, I am done with talking about Miss Marvel. What about you? You got any final thoughts? Uh, no, no. I'll leave it up to you. I'm just gonna stay away from that show because it's just it just screams iCarly vibes. From Nickelodeon. Uh, it does. It well, I can't. It it doesn't. It's not that bad. Our Carly is terrible. Yeah. All those Disney afternoon shows are just the hardest things to look at. Yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, uh, watch it for yourself. You be the judge. As for us, we'll pass. Yes. If you have any angry uh, remarks, uh, tell us what you think and why are you so mad with Jack and Geo at gmail.com. Now, let's move on to the next topic of today. Mm, uh, yes. What makes no me so mad? What's make me, what makes me so mad? And uh, so uh, it's been two episodes now, and uh, I was promising our readers and you, Jack, that I would read up on these incels. Um, and I did. Awesome. So yeah. how do you feel about incels and <clears throat> incel code in America? Angry. 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 Very angry. Uh, these people... These people is actually the the definition of entitlement. This is what's wrong with entitlement and how it's so embedded into the American culture that it's really bad. What I get from researching into this is that these people, they are so entitled that they're blaming everyone else for them being a virgin. Yes, yes. That is the biggest thing, right? It is not yes. their fault. It is the women's fault that they are disgusted by them. Oh, I'm a, I'm a fucking, uh, I'm a fucking 750 pound neck beard. It's all women's fault for not liking me. Yeah, it oh, is. Oh my God. Weird culture that has sprouted up in America. These people, they don't deserve to pass on their genes. Basically. I am a strong believer that these people should die out and Darwinism should take its place. Survival of the fittest, and these people are not fit to survive. For them to carry out uh, acts of violence on women just because they nobody wants to touch them, it's <laughs> pretty bad. I don't know. I I would say they're like pretty much on the same level of scum as the pedophiles. I mean, it's getting close. There's a we had a couple of shooters because of that. I mean, one of the famous ones is, I'm not going to say his name, but 
he put out a video talking about how it's all women's fault that nobody wants to date him, despite the fact that he has money. He was born into a well-to-do family. He's handsome. You know, this is coming from his words. Have you have you and, seen the guy though? Yeah, I saw his picture. He, he it, it it is weird that he couldn't get a date. Well, I shouldn't say it's, it's not weird. If you were to base it on incel logic, he should have gotten a date because he's pretty good looking and he has money. But he was an incel because you can't be a fucking douche idiot. Well, women are repelled by that. If you're a piece of shit, of course. I mean, look at uh, what's that? Um, what's that guy's name? Um, the one that's dating Kim Kardashian. Uh, I don't Pete, know. I don't Pete care. something. Pete something. Yeah, from SNL. What's his name? Pete Davidson. Is it? Sure. Let's go with that. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, he, he's not that great looking. He's not that great looking at all. But man, did you see his roster of the 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 girls that he dated? He fucking dated Kate Beckinsale, man. Celine from Underworld. My God. Well, I mean, he is still a Hollywood actor. So his chances of dating pretty people are pretty good. Yes. But the thing is, Jack, it, you know, all you need is a good personality. Right? You don't need to be really handsome or really rich. I'm pretty See? sure if you have something to offer from your personality... I'm pretty sure someone out there is going to see you for who you really are. And another personality is going to click with yours. Look, that's easy for us to say as two married dudes, but, but you got you to gotta put them yourself in their shoes. So let me do that. I'm going to hit my head on the table real quick. <laughs> I only want to date models I see on the TV. Why can't why why are these pretty women dating me? <laughs> I'm gonna look at them really hard, and it's their fault if they don't fall in love with me. <laughs> oh, that's the worst things about this type of culture is the idea that they're treating it like a video game, like a dating sim, where uh-huh. oh, for this gift enough times, I will max out the love the love stat. <laughs> boom, I'm in, baby. <laughs> it's like uh they're treating it like those uh persona games or what, what is it what is it uh social uh links i'm gonna max out my social link with uh kelly over here and oh boy once i get her that gift i'm all up in their pants i'm gonna get that that uh secret cutscene with her in my in my uh, attic <laughs> and then she's she gonna be oh baka <laughs> oh my god only Chan. Uh, Only Chan. <laughs> I don't know which sim you're playing that they would call him an Oni Chan. All those all those fucking Japanese uh romance dating games. Even uh what even Persona had it. Yes, that is true. Yeah. But my god, and then the these people they they justify what they're doing is is correct because they're entitled to love. <laughs> they're, the, they're entitled to be given love from girls. From girls. Like, <laughs> from girls. Girl. Girl. I mean, like, my God, man. Have you ever heard of Tinder? Jack, you, you, we were born in the age of 
no Tinder. And we had to get our wives. I mean, we had to you know, woo our wives, not get our wives. We had yeah, to yeah. woo you didn't your wife. Yeah. We had to woo our wives like the hard way, traditional way. Hey girl, wanna go to the prom? No, <laughs> like that. But but kids nowadays, they have Tinder, right? You can just swipe left, uh, swipe left or swipe right. And if you do like that, that person, the app is going to tell you if that person liked you too. Tinder is the worst. So I imagine that's why they're failing is because they're using Tinder. I would disagree with you there. No. Because Tinder but- is so bullshit of nonsense. But, well, have you personally used Tinder, Jack? No, but I have tried the other one. Grinder. You open yourself up to that one, man. Fuck you. So, no, it's Match. Is it Match? Match. Yeah, Match. Fuck, that's old. D of dudes for a pond of ladies. And it just doesn't work, man. Yeah. It's too many. The competition is incredibly fierce online. So I can see why they would get mad if they're using exclusively online means to try to get a date. But the thing, Jack, is like Tinder, I've seen the app in action. And Tinder is a whole new ballgame because it, it makes you feel like you're the only person on that platform. Because... When you swipe left or swipe right, and then you 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 indicate to the app that you like this person, the app is going to tell you that this person likes you too, and there is a um, potential for a rendezvous there. So it's Fine. like uh, this app it serves as an icebreaker for these guys and these women to meet, and it's so easy nowadays that there should not be a group of incels in the world. I guess let's break down where they're failing, which from what I've the research I've done mm. is definitely things they talk about because okay. I think they go too fast. That it's like it's too hard, too fast, and at the same time the opposite, where they're mm. playing the, the video game of I give you gift. Mm. See, then, like a series of yeah. Then they that's different then because that's just you have no game. Yeah, fine. Well, I still am iffy on the internet thing. It is true that they do themselves need to up their own game, I guess, is the way you want to put it. Sure, we'll, we'll go up their game. <laughs> up their game. I mean, come on. Uh, is it too hard to n- not say shit like, I love you on the first date? Or Here, here's uh, 120 uh, roses to commemorate our first date in McDonald's or something like that. I, if I were a woman, I... I'd be off-put by that kind of behavior as well, man. This guy's a creep. No wonder. Fucking creep. Okay. Uh, you need to up your game, incels. That's right. The thing I hate about incels is they created another culture that I hate equally as bad. A bunch of YouTubers that proclaim themselves to be gurus of getting a date for you. They have the secret 10-step method of, you know, getting a date every time successfully. And it turns out a lot of these dudes are real pieces of shit. 
when you objectify women and make them as like some kind of target in a <laughs> in a uh, in a game show or in, in a video, you're scum yourself. Okay. Uh, oh, here's the one of the worst offenders. So this guy, I'm not going to give them any power or clout by saying their name, but this guy believes that a man can cheat on a woman if they're rich enough. Wait, is like, it the other way around or the man is cheating on the woman for another rich woman? Is allowed, it is his right because he's rich and she is just the woman. So you can imagine a lot of women did not like that. Uh, that, that did not like that. Uh, philosophy of his i guess his idea is that men don't get attached with sex which mm. uh i'm not too sure i think some do some do yeah yeah some do i i believe there is some kind of truth to that you i don't know about you but uh you know we we well you and i were both born in 1980s jack and society in that time especially in asian countries is very patriarchal because um you know you have dad which is the head of the family and the mom that's uh supporting the family and at that time usually most women are are uh a stay-at-home mom right they're most women at that time are at home rather than in the office and i've seen it happen quite some times where where the man is the only one bringing home the the income and basically the woman the woman's life depends on the man because if the man does not give her allowance or does not provide a living for her, she's going to be in trouble basically because she's already devoted her life to serving the head of the family and she hasn't developed any career skills or whatnot to survive by herself because back then there's no such thing as divorce. There is, but it's not an option. Right, Jack? I wouldn't know about that because I see a lot of divorced people in America. Yeah, but in a, no, but in Asian countries there are not, right? It's like sure. I guess not. I'm yeah, just gonna but, assume though, because it's usually like a lot of other countries are fairly conservative. You're basically tarred and feathered if you, if people found out that you're a divorcee or you have kids outside your marriage. It's not as so liberal as it saying, is today. So in short, you're saying it's okay for them to cheat? No, what I'm saying is never okay to cheat. Infidelity is never okay, Jack. What I'm saying is that I can see why he thinks like that because if you Your hold on rundown of his logic, yeah, I can <laughs> see why he thinks like that because if you're a man and you're the sole earner of income that brings into your household and your wife depends on you to provide for her, you're going to start believing that you can get away with. Yeah, you hold the power in the relationship. You know what? What you're speaking of is an incel wet dream yeah. to hold all the power over these women. And then when they uh, try to apply it, it doesn't work. And they get mad at them. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. But I can see why he thinks like that or any uh, chauvinistic male that thinks like that. Because there are, I know a couple people that are like that. And they name out them. <laughs> well, just like you, Jack, I cannot mention anybody on this on this podcast, but um, you know, perhaps we can have one of them come in as guests after signing waivers. <laughs> you want, you want um, him to out himself? Yeah. Well, you, you're not necessarily outing himself because 
you're not using any of your real names on this show, any on on this show, right? I'm, I'm Geo. You're Jack. Well, there's a billion True. Geos and a billion Jacks. We'll see. We'll see. Hmm. But yeah, uh, incels, man. They 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 should not be able to breed. They should not be able to continue. They should just die off. They shouldn't be. Uh, they should not be guns. Yeah, they should not be able to get guns. Uh, you know what? That should be a requirement of getting a gun. When was the last time you had sex or sexual relations? Not with a hooker. <laughs> that would make the bar super hard. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, you know, the number one uh, cure for stress is sex. Jack. If you had a hard day, go home to your wife. Sex. Oh yeah, that's super easy to do, I guess. Every yeah. every couple, every couple can just do that. Just <laughs> kick or push away my kid and just go sit with the wife. What I'm saying is that if you you know if you are frustrated in any way, just have sex with your significant other. After you had sex, you're probably like, no, I I don't think I'm gonna do that. I, I'm so glad I had sex, you know, before. Before I decided to go shoot up that school. Interesting idea, Gio. You're you're applying the is it is it a good is it a good idea? <laughs> Sober and drunk. No, but uh, it's, logic. it's if you if by logic, sex is a tension relief mechanism, right? If you are experiencing stress, what you need is an orgasm. So why not just jerk off? Uh, that's that's bad, Jack, because Jerking off will only make you sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, why? Why, why would he make you sad? Because, it, you know, you're going to, after you finish, you're going to look at your hand and you're like, what am I doing with my life? Is my, wife, is, my, is my life worth it? Blah, blah, blah. I'm so lonely. Nobody loves me. That's why I'm jerking off. <laughs> They're like that. Okay. I guess that's fair. I mean, I imagine the incels are jerking it off all the time. Yeah. And they're just uh, burying themselves in, in, in despair. Every jerk-off session. <laughs> I see. It's like 15 seconds of bliss followed by massive depression. Yeah, it's like uh, cocaine, Jack. Because when, when you get off the drug, you just feel more shitty than the first, uh, than when you entered it, right? I wouldn't know. Never did cocaine. Yeah. One hell of a drug. <laughs> Whatever. Like you did cocaine. No, no, I'm clean, man. I'm clean. Good. That's that's the thing. Instead of having guns, the, the government should have like, um, you know, should employ hookers for uh, tension relief to these people that are stressed out and um, on the edge of no return. Right. Dude, you're asking something that your country doesn't even do. Hey, our country, Australia, has already legalized prostitution, man. It's legal what? here. It's legal what? here. No. I'm telling no, you. No. Stop. I'm going to Google this right now. It's legal here, man. They have their own freaking business numbers. Okay. They're considered business owner because their body is business. Ah, fuck. It is. That's why there's less crime here, man. Everybody's so laid back. Why do you think? Because everybody's having sex. What? That's bullshit. So I'm reading it right now. Apparently, 
your country made it de decriminalized. That means individuals can legally do sex work, but yes. you cannot do a brothel or with a pimp. Yes. So what you're telling me is every sex worker in your country is an independent contractor. Yes. Well, not everyone, but I'm not sure how it goes, but I, I've seen them. Oh, well, actually, they're considered contractors. huh? If they go to a bar and display themselves, they're actually contractors. So they are. Yeah, they, uh, so they, they own their business. It's like, you know, you wake up in the morning and you clean your asshole or your vagina or whatever. And say, I'm open, you know, open for business. And <laughs> you could just do it that way. Uh, I mean, like if you decriminalize prostitution, your cr criminal rate is automatically going to go down and you're going to create an industry of sex. Huh. Well, I mean, we kind of have that here. It's just that we call it OnlyFans. Okay. What about this logic, Jack? If, you know, how many rapists would be out of prison if that were illegal, I mean, legally accessible? Uh, let me think. I imagine a lot of those rapists would still be in prison, even if it was legal, since those fucking rapists rape for different reasons. Yes, but some of them would not be in prison, right? <laughs> yeah, be a small percentage. Yeah, it was, yeah, there's the percentage. But what I'm saying is that you know, if sex was legally accessible to these people or these stressed out people, um, I would think there's the crime rate is going to go down as well as improving well, the economy. It's a it's a two birds for one stone kind of thing, Jack. Well, you, you heard so? it here. Jill here is advocate for legalizing sex prostitution in America. With that note, I think that's a good place to stop for incels. So now we know the problem to incels is just legalizing prostitution in the States. <laughs> that's like, I think that's quite I think a leap. Solved, that, what is it? <laughs> what, what, what happened, Jack? I think we solved incels. Yeah, I think we did. There you go, world. We um, laid out a golden egg for you. Time, it's uh, your choice to take it or not. Uh, tell us what you think. And, uh, you know, if you do know of someone that you regularly go to for sex and you pay for, you can always email us at get why you so mad with Jack and Geo at gmail.com. Wait, what? No, don't do that. <laughs> I don't need to know this. Who knows? Well, we, who knows? We might feature you on, on our next show. Who the fuck are these people emailing you up with these horrors? There you go, people. If you don't have game, don't resort to rape. Yes, I believe that's a, a strong stance that this podcast takes. Don't do rape. Yes, don't do rape. So my odds and end today is I've recently caught up with the boys episode four. Wait, is it four or is it three? Yeah, there's only four episodes. Episode available. four. Oh, man, the boys is so good. Spoilers abound. I'm having a lot of fun with this season, man. It is everything that I hate about how what people talking about with regards to woke. They lampoon woke so well. For those who 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 know, there's this amusement park, Vaultland. Oh, there's so many attractions. Well, do you remember any of the names? They're great. It's like woke woke o's. They literally called it like it's like the woke ride or something like that. 
Uh, I don't remember the names, but I I remember a lot of the stuff that happened, like that guy who got who took the fireball and that uh blew up the guy in the Homelander suit. Oh yes, the one that uh, Crimson Countess threw a fireball at, and then he just blew up in front of the kids. Yes, yes, yes. It's so good. Oh my god! And I love how they address the um, LGBT issue. L- uh, what? LGBTQ issue with the opening scene where they there's like this gay superhero called Termite and then he crawled a, another guy's dick and just expanded in his in his crotch. Oh my god, that's so gross but hilarious. <laughs> it's so good. Like this show is great. The way they just they hit it on the head on the way like they do woke in corporations. Yep. Where it's all fake and it's all super fake and uh shallow like fucking a train i'm gonna get in touch with my roots and er- everybody around is like you don't give a shit about africa shut up <laughs> and then he wore he wore like african colors on his, on his uh on his show one part where he was asking what he could do to improve his neighborhood and and then, and then instead of actually doing something about it he just incorporated to his commercial by his energy drink oh my god they redid one of those really old commercials too uh, it was like a really old pepsi commercial or some or something where they did the exact same thing there was a there was a there's an old commercial that they're ripping they're ripping off of yeah, yeah it, it was a real thing it could also be a a, a a thing where not making fun of but they're like kind of stealing from the famous picture of the girl putting flowers in the guns of a soldier. Ah, oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that, that, that could be the other thing, but I know that there was a commercial where they did that. It was back in season two where uh, they were trying to do inclusion. There was this one uh, handicap hero where he couldn't see and he was an Asian kid, right? So... I don't know because it's headline phones. Really? No, no. He was an Asian kid. He was really small. And he approached Homelander, and then Homelander was like, oh, you brought in a, a, a handicapped hero. And then uh, Ashley, at the time, said, yeah, it's for the rating, for the approval rating. Uh, bringing in a handicapped hero to the seven will improve the approval rating. So Homelander just said, okay, what if I did this? And then clapped uh, his hand on, on um, this kid's head and he went down and started bleeding out of his ears. You remember that? <laughs> I remember that. It was pretty good. I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was laughing so hard because, yeah, as much as uh, there's so much inclusion nowadays with shows and stuff, Homelander is kind of right because when it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. People know when it's when it's network trying to be woke. See, for me, the boys, I think they made fun of the Avengers Infinity War scene. Which one? That- um, so the scene in, in the boys, they made, there's this fake movie, right? You remember the fake movie? Dawn oh. of the Seven, where they did a campaign of girls get it done. Oh, yeah. got <laughs> so they, They're in the boys, Vought is shoehorning in uh, girl power, right? Yep. Which draws parallel to fucking what Disney did later in Infinity War. Was it Infinity War or the second part? <clears throat> yeah, Infinity it was the War. second part. Endgame. 
Yeah, Endgame, Endgame, yes. Endgame, where there was this one very, I felt like a very shoehorn scene of all the girls just passing on the Infinity Gauntlet to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt that scene was kind of unnecessary. And it was fine. It was too long. I think that's for me. Mm. Especially I shook a pose together. Yeah. The boys hit the fucking nail on the head there. Girls get it done. And, you know, it's all fake and dumb in the, in the show where nobody gives a shit, really, uh, all the characters. So, yeah, season one, two, three of the boys. So good. Gotta keep going. I really have no more to say other than I really love the boys. And they did, the boys did a scene with all the female leads together. And it didn't feel like shoe- shoehorned in, you know, where uh, Kimiko, Maeve, and Starlight just like gangbang the, the Nazi guy, the Nazi woman. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot like... to that. And then they did it better than Disney. <laughs> yeah. Or they did a horror moment that didn't feel shoehorned in. You're right. Yeah, they did it. And it didn't require an expensive budget. It's like three women kicking a, <laughs> kicking another woman. And then the uh, Frenchie was on the sidelines. Like, girls do get it done. So good. Again, the boys are so good. I love that. Yeah, you, 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 you said it there. Yeah. They both made fun of it and did it better. Yeah, they both made fun of it and did it better. And oh, oh my okay, gosh, I should, I should have brought this up by at the previous segment but man that one latino superhero that got served tacos and then destroyed at the end of the episode oh my goodness talk about inclusion okay fine (laughs) yeah too bad uh master chief didn't keep on his helmet right jack ah yes so I stopped watching Halo. So not only am I not watching Obi-Wan, I stopped watching Halo. Yeah, fuck you, Paramount. Fuck you for opening the Chief's helmet. For making him take off his helmet. Every time. Every fucking time. Yeah. You know, the, the, the charming thing about the Chief is that he's this mysterious, mysterious authoritative figure behind the helmet, behind that mask. If you like take off mask- that mask, yeah, if you take off that mask, you lose that mysteriousness and the authoritative figure. You lose that power. You're depowering that character. I also don't like the idea that they're changing the story. This is like what the silver timeline or some shit. I don't know what. I haven't read the books. I only play the games. <laughs> Me too. They know that like the, the create the show creators are calling it their own it's its own uh, universe. So it is not based on the games at all, other the other than the name. And the characters. Uh, I don't know. Master Chief is that Master Chief. Well, there's Halsey and Cortana, the sergeant. Is he there? I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't I didn't watch far enough. Uh, but there's like blue team, right? Don't know. Didn't watch far enough. Have you have you played Halo uh, Guardians, the awful one? Nope. No. Why would I have played the awful one? Well, well, to its defense, it wasn't really that awful. People just didn't hate, didn't like it because it's the first game made by three four three Industries uh, after Bungie. It didn't really live up to Bungie standards, um, but it had a good premise where Master Chief is disobeying orders because he wanted to go 
search for this artifact, and the UNSC sent five weaker Spartans to go after him. Five weak Spartans is one good Spartan, right? No, but Master Chief had three strong Spartans with him. Oh, so I said it. Yeah, it's not just Master Chief. He has, uh, he's, so he's the leader of his own squad, which is with three other Spartan ones. And the UNSC sent five uh, Spartan threes to go after these four Spartan ones. I see, stupid. I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, lucky for you, they were, it's not part of the show. So that storyline's still there. They didn't butcher it. What they did butcher is Master Chief. Pablo Shriver as Master Chief. Uh, such a waste. It took too long for them to get to the Covenant War. And I felt like the Covenant War wasn't that interesting to look at when they did it. I felt, I felt like they could have cast John Cena and not show his face as Master Chief. Just show the back of his head or something like that. Oh, why not? John Cena's. I love, yeah, John Cena's real fun. It'd yeah. be really cool, though. If you take the one, you know, like the last episode of the season, he takes off his mask and like, oh, shit, John Cena. <laughs> it's like, who's there? <laughs> I don't see anybody. Would have been so good if they did that. Uh, yeah, it would have been. It would have been really good. I felt like we off tracked a little bit there, Jack. Yes. So yeah. I guess final odds and ends on you. What was your? What are you doing? Uh, nothing. Uh, I was playing Tokyo Ghostwire, but um, Ghostwire Tokyo. But uh, I finished that. Basically, oh, what? what? You finished it already? Yeah. Finished it. That's so fast. How is it? Uh, it was basically Legend of Zelda with ghosts. Elaborate. You go around to certain areas of Tokyo and then you collect spirits and you level up yourself using these spirits and then you obtain other items to your arsenal so you could beat other bosses. See, your explanation is really bad because I was thinking of Elden Ring. Uh, I don't know. Feels like Legend of Zelda with with ghosts. Well, but I I put that away now, and I'm and I'm playing this new game. Well, it's not really a game, but interactive horror story called The Quarry. Oh shit! You have The Quarry? Yeah, I have The Quarry. I'm playing it right now. For those of you who don't know what The Quarry is, it's uh, the latest game from Supermassive Studios, the developer of Until Dawn and the Dark Pictures and anthologies. So yeah, the reason why I love playing these games is that so I can make stupid decisions and get these teenagers killed. Oh, no, that's not the reason I would love to play those games. <laughs> See, whenever I talk about horror movies or we talk about horror movies, like, man, look at these dumbasses making these dumbass decisions. <laughs> if there's yes. a horror movie where I can make the decisions, which is what these games are, that's why I love them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, if, but oh, but I got it on the PS5, Jack. You don't have a PS5. Pez- no, I peasant. And it'd be hard for you to ship it over from Australia, anyways. Yes. Yes. But uh, if you did have a PS5 and you did have a quarry, we could play online and we could, we could each control a teenager and make stupid decisions together. Speak for yourself. As a horror movie aficionado, I would make only the best decisions. So you would not split up and check out no, the abandoned shacks without your friends. No, that would be really dumb. Yes. Yeah, my horror movie teens would never split up. 
they would not investigate with their face on a corpse. You know, they that would... classic horror mistake. Is he dead? I don't know. Let me put my fucking face there. You would not put your ankle near the mouth of a zombie. Nope. We'd not do that. But uh, we right. would have a lot of fun. Okay. I guess how, how far into it are you? Chapter one, where I picked up the shotgun from the creepy ass looking camp counselor's uh, backyard shed. Oh, I see. Nothing can go wrong there. Yes. And I, enc- and I encountered two bloody hillbillies. Okay, cool. So I guess next episode, you can tell us how the game is mm-hmm. whenever after you're at. Yes, I will do that. And uh, um, this this incel thing is not over that, not over yet, Jack. That oh, uh, is it? this incel thing is not over yet. I'm still angry about this whole group. <laughs> well, if there's any new new things to make you mad, let us let me know. Yes, you could, you could let us know. You as the viewers can let us know at uh, why you so mad with Jack and Geo at gmail.com. Well, uh, until then, we'll uh, see you next time. Roll intro. Right. <laughs> 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 <laughs>